was it the type of snake? Was it a poison that didn't, that made her seem dead? I'm not a herpetologist, Zach. I don't know. She remembers nothing. I mean, what, what is that? She's dead? No, she's not dead. She, or she like wasn't Crazy really- Crazy things happen. She wasn't really dead? I mean, what is that? What are you saying? Are you saying that she's a zombie? She's my baby girl. Don't look a gift horse it's in the mouth. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. She's resurrected. She's resurrected. She could be a zombie. Stop saying that, please. It's a resurrection. Resurrection. She's resurrected. Okay, and that's better. Why? Why is that better? Because that's like right. a nice thing. It's from the Old yeah. Testament. Well, shouldn't we call someone at like Harvard or MIT yeah. and have them study her? You keep your we interrupt this program to bring you a special report. is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. I said for the greater good. For the greater good. Okay, thanks. I'm confused. For the greater good. Oh my god! I'm back. Where, where did you go? <laughs> my batteries died. That's oh. why my thing went was going bad so oh, so quickly. Oh my gosh! Oh. Legacy podcasting here. here, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews. <laughs> good gracious! This is episode 269, and tonight we're talking about life after Beth. I am, uh, I yeah, Beth. Yeah, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. I can't believe I use this joke, but here we go. Andrew, just because she looks alive, it's still necrophilia, Jimison. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I think that's the first time a middle name has ever shut Andrew up. He doesn't have any response. I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything to say. And, uh, and almost uh, 200 episodes with Andrew. I think that's the first time I've ever just flabbergasted him. That's great. Now, technically, though, it, wouldn't it be necrophilia if it's if it's just if, if it, it's got to be dead, dead though? I mean, it's it's she's dead, right? Like, oh well, yeah, but just she's animated. Yeah, yeah, but she's been reanimated. I still think she's dead, so it's the same thing. Uh, and Sam reporting the news from the bathroom vector. <laughs> Don't I always? Uh, yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> I mean, I love and Opie. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. so you know. Uh huh. Just so you know, I'm going to tie you to an oven and uh, shoot you in the head. So, <laughs> just just so you know. Oh man, that mannequin that they tossed down the hill when it fell apart was pretty great. <laughs> I have not chuckled out loud in a long time uh, oh. until watching that that one scene. Oh, uh, uh, that that was great. That really was great. Yeah. Okay, so this movie, yeah. uh, Life After Beth, is a 2014 joint, um, and uh, I, I forgot to give Andrew a heads up, but I'm sure he's pulled up the IMDb page by now and has pulled it up. But here's the one thing. Andrew, do me a favor. While 
um, while I vamp for another minute or two, pull up the uh, the Netflix one also, because the Netflix one is pretty funny. The Netflix review, if you get a chance. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually pretty funny. Um, but this is 2014 um, Life After Beth, starring Audrey Plaza as Beth, with Dane DeHaan, who we've yet to see him be uh, a good actor in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, John C. Mm-hmm. Riley. I mean, if I just told you this movie had Audrey Plaza, John C. Riley, Mo- Molly Shannon, uh, Cheryl Hines, Paul Reiser, Matthew Gray Goobler, who is from um, your uh, your Criminal Minds, your Anna Kendrick, mm-hmm. which I didn't even know she was in this. Good gracious. Yeah. Um, you're thinking, wow, that, that's that, that's a pretty great cast. I this this looks this sounds like a really great film, or or has a really great opportunity. Um, it's kind of like Velvet Buzzsaw. So, um, so I guess we'll talk about whether or not we felt that this movie was good or it held up. But Andrew, l- please tell me. Um, so what does the Netflix one say compared to IMDb? Okay, so Netflix says following the death of his beloved girlfriend Beth. Zack is first shattered and then overjoyed when she inexplicably comes back to life. When she inexplicably comes back to life. Okay, yeah. that's not the one that I saw. Where's the one that I saw? Now, the one from IMDb says... Sorry, sorry, I don't know what's happening. Okay. <laughs> what? what is this? Okay, um, okay. What's this? What's this? We'll fix it in post. Yeah, no, um, no, I won't. The, uh, the IMDb says, A young man's recently deceased girlfriend mysteriously returned from the dead but he slowly realizes she is not the way he remembered her. Okay. So if you if you go to Netflix and I have just done the search for life after, or it's got all the, all the movies that we've done, right. Um, it says continue watching. And so when you click on it to just expand it, to hit resume, this is what mm-hmm. it says. This relationship gives undying love a whole new meaning. Do they make Valentine's day cards for zombies? That's what it says. Hmm. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Lame. That's so weird. Oh, my gosh. Who so bad. That? Did Dane DeHaan write that? I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, this movie. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I didn't really know what to make of this movie. Because the beginning of the movie, it's like dark and serious. But Molly Shannon and John C. Riley are your parents, so I can't take anything they say seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're talking about the death of their child, and I'm still kind of giggling because of who they are. I mean, yeah. You know, like, because they both have had serious roles. And, yeah. And so I can, like, if they weren't together, like, you know, if, if John C. Riley and uh, pick any other Molly, woman, you yeah. know, like any other woman, middle-aged woman, then I'm like, oh, okay, this is kind of a, a, a serious thing. Or again, you know, any other dude, and then Molly Shannon is like, oh, okay. But for some reason, you put them together, I can't help but giggle at what's happening. I don't know why. Um, I, I guess it's just the expectation. Of, well, they're of, competing. They're comedians. I mean, yeah. What do you, you know? I don't expect to see a Riley in, in a serious role. I, I, I mean, apparently he does, but yeah, I mean, he's done. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess technically, like in like Guardians of the Galaxy, he's not a comedian, though he has some comedic moments. Yeah. But for the most part, I mean, like, really, the only comedic moment he has is when he's telling Oscar, like, fifty-time Oscar-nominated Glenn Close, 
you know, that he got a message from, from Star-Lord, but he says that he's not a total dick. And she's like, do you believe me? He's like, I don't think anyone can be a total dick. And she's like, that's not what I mean. You know, so. <laughs> um, so what do you guys think? I, I don't, I haven't, honestly, I haven't made my mind up yet on this movie. I finished watching it about mm, six hours ago. And I, I, I still don't know if I liked it or not. Would you honestly? want to hear our five-word reviews? Oh yeah, let's oh, do that. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, do, let's that. do the five word review thing. You know, the thing that we just started like three episodes ago. Uh, Sam, yeah. you go first on this thing. Oh, okay, sure. Um, I've got um, two. Okay. Um, which will pretty much explain what I thought of the, this movie. And the first one is "Dead Girl" isn't very funny. Okay. And then my second one was "Rules for Dead Ain't Consistent." <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 like I said, I laughed when she was falling down the hill and like her arm flies off. Um, but that was pretty much the only time I really thought it was funny. The rest of the time it was, man, that guy was whiny. The, the guy from thousand planet thing or whatever he was. Yeah. 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 He just, he was whiny and I just didn't think it was that funny. All right, Andrew, what you got? Okay. So this actually takes a line from the movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm alive. I'm dead. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm alive. There we go. Nice. I was just. That's more than five words, I, but that's fine. I was bored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, te- I mean, that was more than five words, but it's, it's actually only four if you take the individual words. So anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I was just the entire time hoping for something. You know, my rule: if I am interested in the movie and it keeps me like engaged, then I think it's a good film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I I wasn't I, I couldn't stop watching because I was waiting for something to actually happen. Because mm-hmm. when I see that IMDb says it's a comedy horror, fantasy, whatever, I expect some comedy and I expect some horror, but I got neither. And it How just, does it, was there any horror in this? Not really. There uh, wasn't even, it wasn't even a thriller. I, I couldn't even call it that. Yeah, it I mean, was the just, closest thing it was to... just there. It reminds me of McAdoo's just to be there. <laughs> like just, it, you know, I mean like the few horror elements were like, there's a scene where there's a guy like in the backyard for some reason. She goes out there and eats him. So you see like blood splatter against the wall, the, the window. And then like yeah. later she's eating what clearly looks like gummy worms, you know, with ketchup on them or something. But, you know, even for the, that though, I mean, that's like kindergarten horror. No, I mean, it's rated R because they it's wanted, silly. they wanted her to say the F bomb a lot. I mean, that's, you know, that's why it's rated R. So it's, you know. I just, I okay. Can I say this now too? I I don't find Plaza funny. No, I think on Parks and Rec. I say, is she funny on Parks and Rec? Because that's no. I, I, I watch Parks and Rec a lot, and on that show, she just plays like a grown-up emo. You know, yeah. an emo that had to grow up and get a real job. Right. And that could be played by anybody it, that can do a monotone. Uh, job you know I, I, she's not a good actress and 
Dehan or whatever his name is yeah. is terrible. Yeah, like you said, these uh, I couldn't even remember. I just watched this yesterday, and <laughs> I could not remember who was in the movie, except for Aubrey Plaza and John C. Riley. I just couldn't remember who was there. Yeah, I had to go back and look at IMDb to remember who the actors were. Yeah, they were so forgetful and forgettable. Because uh, Corny's not with us uh, on the show, I have to be the voice of def- of defense for her. She's actually really funny in her small bit that she does in Scott Pilgrim, but mostly because of the bit, right? Because she curses and it beeps, her bleeps out her mouth, and it's a bit, right? Because she's like, "What the f are you doing?" And he's like, "Well, how are you doing that with your mouth?" Like because it's the bit, right? So, yeah, I yeah. think it works because of the bit um, there. Uh, I, I I don't think she I in this movie I don't I I wouldn't say she was a bad actress in this movie I thought she was actually mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of hard to act like a zombie when you're not you're sure you're a zombie yet so like when she spaced out like I thought that was kind of neat I don't know I I thought she was fine in this Dahan you're right he's he's very whiny it, this this movie is very teen angsty um, mm-hmm. for. For 2014, I thought we had gotten past a lot of our dumb teen angsty kind of movies. Like it felt very 90s to me in that. I mean, like, like let's have all the teen angsty tropes for him, right? Like he he wears all black. He's literally trying on like looking at like four different black shirts that he's gonna put on that are all the exact same thing, I and mean, it's like watching Homer Simpson dress. Um, and you know, in his room, he's got nothing but posters of Megadeth and, you know, Bob 666 and all this other stuff. I mean, he he's a walking, um, you know, Evanescence concert, right? So <laughs> um, my five-word review uh, was... Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, 50 First Dates Meets Zombieland. Okay. That's five words. Yeah, okay. There we go. Because, like, she couldn't remember stuff. So that was the kind of reminded me of, like, 51st States. Like, she kept forgetting things and, and, and blah, blah, blah. So it was like, you know, that whole bit where you had to do the thing. Anyway, um, it was clever in my head. Um, <laughs> the only difference is those movies are somewhat enjoyable. You're right. No, those are funny movies. And Zombieland is, is the perfect example of the horror plus the comedy. Yes, yeah. And, and this movie, the things that I laughed at, Maybe I was supposed to, maybe not. The, his brother, um, <laughs> Matthew, uh, from the from um, uh, Criminal Minds, because he's yeah. so different than his Criminal Minds character, is what made him funny. I mean, yeah, Kim, I wish I wish Kimberly could have seen it. She she is loves that guy. Yeah, well, like, she she would have liked him in this movie because you get to see him with his shirt off. So she would have. Oh, that's that. true. I didn't even think of that. Um, I didn't. Even- I didn't even find him funny though. Like I, I never laughed once in this movie. See, I not, found not one time, and until the st- oven fell off the <laughs> side of the cliff, and like it got like a little, you know, giggle, like Sam said, but it wasn't a wasn't a laugh. I don't. Maybe uh, yeah. funny is the wrong word, but I enjoyed him because of because like he's he, he couldn't have been more polar opposite than what you most know him from. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, you know, he's in 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 Criminal Minds. He 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 never likes to even have his weapon. He carries it awkwardly in the in the show. He's very soft spoken and meticulous in the way he talks. And in this movie, 
he couldn't talk faster if he tried. <laughs> um, and I got a couple clips of him, and he's I don't know, he he was kind of the one of the funnier moments for me, especially when he tries to pull out his pepper spray and he keeps missing the the, the clasp to pull the pepper spray out. He, he he fumbles for it like five times, which I'm sure probably was like a, a a mistake, but the director thought it was funny, so they kept it. Um, I thought a lot of this, it felt like, um, improv. Yeah, I can get that. I can see that. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they, they, they were trying to, to do improv for it. So, yeah, no, I can see that. Especially, um, obviously I, I think, um, John C. Raleigh's parts, I'll bet you mm-hmm. a, a lot of his were probably improv. Um, mm-hmm. and I would bet that a lot of, uh, Probably Plaza's parts were probably improvised. I don't. I mean, this is going to sound super mean, but I don't think Tahan has the skill set to do that. But maybe he does. I don't know. I mean, the only movies we've seen him in are this, the Spider-Man. I've not seen that movie that made him famous, where they all have the powers and they're going around and like hurting people. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that I, one. I've not seen that movie, but that's supposedly the one that made him famous. Um, huh. Uh. Whichever that one is, known for Chronicle. That's what it is. Chronicle. Chronicle. Yeah. yeah, the Chronic. But I mean, I've never seen the Place Beyond the Pines, or I mean, I've, of course, I've seen him in Amazing Spider-Man, but he's he's not good in that either. Um, it, it worked. Oh, yeah, in, he wasn't that. It worked in that movie a little bit because he's supposed to. He's Harry Osborn. He's supposed to be a little weird and a little off. Mm-hmm. So it kind of worked in that movie. But again, like I think we ripped that movie on this show for introducing a character that is supposed to be Peter's best friend and we had not met in the first movie. So that <laughs> it, it seemed kind of um, in disin- or, yeah, ingenuous. Disingenuous? Ingenuous. Disingenuous, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, that's fine. Um, I'm looking at some of his other IMDb credits. I mean, it's... He did something... He did Billy the Kid... And then, you know, we've seen that. Uh, Tulip Forever, Curse for Wellness, Leap, Two Lovers and a Bear. Okay. Um, he did He did a video, Imagine Dragons, I Bet My Life. He did something from Metallica. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, oh, he was in Lincoln as the second white soldier. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Clearly, he had a big role there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. Oh, he was an episode of SVU. Of course he was. Everyone's in an episode of SVU. <laughs> um, I mean, let's, I'm surprised Andrew hasn't stumbled on a set of SVU while he was in New York or something like that, you know? Like, or, yeah. or like when I was in New York for a couple of days, like, you know, I didn't actually stumble into a set of SVU. Um, though I had friends. As like a background character and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had, I, I've worked with people that were on SVU. Um, that have worked on it, and one of the actors who was in that that failed Palmetto Point show, he was a guy what finds the body, you know, oh, like nice. like you know how like the show will have like a couple doing something or whatever, and then they find the body, and then you never see them again. Like it mm-hmm. was him and his girlfriend were getting ready to go do it in the woods in or in the woods in uh, Central Park, and all of a sudden like they go up behind the bushes, and then they find a body, and then that's the last time you see my buddy on screen. And uh, nice. but I was watching with, with my wife, and I was like, hey, that's Will. So anyway, um, <laughs> maybe I should get Will on the show as a, as a way of saying, you know, as a, as a Hollywood elite. Insider? Yeah, something like that. Um, 
It'll be fun. Anyway, um, yeah. so so the notes I took on this movie, um, this movie holds true. If I don't take a lot of notes, that means I liked it. Um, I took a lot of notes okay. on this one. Uh, uh, Spence is the brother, which is LOL, I wrote because of um, from Criminal Minds. Uh, there is no waiting room inside the MRI room. I've had an MRI. You don't. Your mom's not just going to be sitting in there while you're getting yeah, an MRI. I, <laughs> pretty sure there's not supposed to be any metal in there, right? Yeah, which I, I'm not really ever sure I understood the point of that. Like, I, like there was no payoff to that. If you're going to make the, the bit where mom thinks he's a little crazy, so she's going to take him to get an MRI, then let's let's talk about that for a minute. Let's, you know, you know, go back to the house and she's like, well, the MRI said you're negative, but I was still worried about, you You know what I'm saying? Like, give us a payoff Mm -hmm. on the MRI bit. Just, that seemed, that seemed strange. Um, uh, On second viewing, oh yeah, when I was going back to pull clips, I I noticed that in the brother's room, he's got like six Red Bulls on the counter where he's cleaning his gun. I I don't know why, (laughs) I just thought that was funny. Um, Then I wrote, "Um, I get horny teenagers, but on a playground, really? Like yeah, that was what you don't strange. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, really? Don't 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 I no Sam. Get that. Stop. What? <laughs> don't give me that what garbage. What? It was weird. It was really weird. Um, no, and you haven't. I guess okay. No, well, that's fine. I've never done that. I mean, you? you know, each to their own. Yeah. It's a little sand everywhere, but you know. <laughs> yeah, one sand in places, and I'm sure she doesn't either. <laughs> Um, also the, I, I did write the PDA in front of the parents in this movie was just super awkward and weird. I just like, I, right. like I get that she's a zombie or dead or whatever she is, she's but they were like, okay with it or something. They were so super was... okay with it. It was very strange. She's like, Hey, let's go to the attic. And her parents were like, yeah, why don't you guys go up to the attic? And I'm like, do you think, and I tried to understand if, Maybe it was their way of like just kind of letting her do whatever she wanted because they didn't want anything to upset her, trigger her. Yeah, I don't know. I I tried to figure that out too. It just didn't make sense. I still don't get the attic part. Okay, good. I was gonna just ask. Uh, did it, did that ever come to play as to why no. everybody no. loved the attic? All um, the dead people. You know, like, I mean, uh, the, I could. They, she was putting mud around her, so I didn't know if it was like a cocoon or, or if she's or, recreating or, or. the the her casket or what she was, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but then she she it never had a payoff though. No, it did not. No, I mean, like if in, I'm okay with there there not being an explanation for the joke behind zombies like smooth jazz. I just because <laughs> I thought that was actually kind of a funny bit. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, for whatever reason, whenever there's smooth jazz on in the background, it's incredibly loud com- mm-hmm. compared to mm-hmm. the dialogue. Um, I mean, it's incredibly loud. Uh, and like, I did not at all expect Anna Kendrick to be in this movie. It, that no, I, I like there was a whole bunch of people in this movie. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it was that was that was a little strange and, for me. And know. well, and my weird thing with. With Anna Kendrick, is it? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Was they, I don't think they put her in a good light in this movie. 
She did not look attractive to me in this movie. Oh, I, I, I don't I, think they put anybody in a good light. In this I, movie. I, I find her incredibly attractive all the time. So really? Oh gosh. Yeah. And like, no. it, but she's a trope too, right? Like in these movies where you like, you have the lead who has a girlfriend, but there's something wrong with a girlfriend. So now we have to insert attractive girl who also just happens to like him too. And so, and then that's supposed to cause some friction. And then like at the end of the movie, like they're now a thing. I mean, she, I don't know. It just, she seems like too bubbly, goody girl to date the, the goth dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I did find her scene real quick. Just, let's just listen to how freaking loud this music is compared to the dialogue. Uh, once I turn the volume up. It just seems really loud, Confi. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't come across in the recording that time, but it was really loud for some reason. So anyway, it's dumb. <laughs> no, I liked her though. I think she was. I thought she was. I mean, she's not like dressed up like she is in Pitch Perfect, so she's trying to be all whatever. But yeah, I I, I thought she was. You know, she's very yeah. attractive. I'm. Mean, she's know. she's one of those actresses that, for me. Um, there's times when she can be very pretty and times when, when I'm very not attracted to her. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. And this was a movie where I did not feel that at all. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. No, I get no. that. I mean, I, I actually do get what you're saying because like, yeah. like uh, for me, that's um, uh, Jennifer. Oh, Love you. No, I got a thing for Jennifer. Love you at all the time. <laughs> she's, a, <laughs> she's amazing. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, yeah, yeah. For like, like, um, uh, Hunger Games. I'm for whatever reason she's hot, but like, in in Mother, no. Or, um, heck, I didn't really find her all that attractive in Passengers. Um, but that's just a weird movie, in my opinion. But anyway, uh. Sorry to get super uh, superficial, but we're we're no. I mean, we're lame. I mean, it is what it is, too. Yeah. So. Uh, the, why does she Our only fans wear? Expect that from this podcast. No, that's true. Uh, <laughs> she. Why does she only wear the same dress? I thought that was strange. Why does she not change clothes? Yeah, I wondered about that too. If it was a. That's another thing. You know, I feel like, and I said this last movie. I feel like horror movies have to have rules, and. Or, or no, maybe not just horror movies. Maybe all movies have have certain rules that they have to follow. Yeah, but I feel like this one didn't follow any, or or, or if it had rules, they were dumb rules that had no purpose. Yeah, it just yeah. No, I totally agree with you, Andrew. It, it then that's why one of my five word things was, you know, it just wasn't consistent. You know, were, were are zombies super strong? Are they super aggressive? Are they? You know, were was everybody like her until? until they started really kind of changing it just it seemed really strange to me yeah i mean it was almost like the buzz lightyear problem right from toy story mhm is like do all toys go through this kind of existential realization that they're a toy or just buzz so it was like did everyone else that come back not realize they're a zombie, you know. I mean, like the few that they showed us, but but then they all turned in like, like 
like it seemed like it took her forever to turn evil and violent and, and aggressive, but everyone else was mm-hmm. just now they're zombies. I don't know. Yeah. That, that seemed a little inconsistent. Um, and and why that one lady was naked was, was just <laughs> a little strange. I mean, I guess it's how they died or how they were buried. I, I don't know. I, was, she, I was she buried naked? I mean... I guess. I mean, apparently, I yeah, that's how she came out of the ground. Is what what my guess would be. Um, which, okay, this is gonna sound super mean, but whatever. This is this show. When I saw that there was nudity in this movie, I was like, "All right, here we go." And then <laughs> I was a little let down that it was middle aged lady boobies that were covered in dirt. <laughs> I'm just not gonna lie. I was was not oh. was not expecting that as all. Um, because I, I didn't think Audrey Plaza was going to get naked. I just didn't think no. that, that she was. What I honestly th- thought was going to happen was like um, they were going to be doing it or something and you were going to see like some decaying boobs that were clearly not hers. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like fake yeah. decaying boobs or something. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of what I thought was going to happen. That was going to... And then, then you would have that weird necrophilia feeling. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, kind of like, didn't he see? Wasn't her thigh bloody or something? Yeah, like like raw right, meat, right. and they still went on the playground with her, right? Yeah, yeah. She that's yeah. He saw that. Did he see that? Oh, when did he see that? Was that at the? Oh, I can't remember when that was. Was that when he uh, took her to the beach, or was that what you? That was, no, it was really early. No, that was, was in the house. It was in yeah. the house. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then and then he just I don't know. You're right because it was like because then her face is all decaying and messed up, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's fine. It's just a little sunburn or something." Like he kept playing along. It seemed weird. Like he he couldn't. Basically, he proves that the power of boners is more powerful than anything else. <laughs> I mean, let's just be fair. Let's just be real, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what this it boils down to. Um. So anyway, uh. Uh, let's see. What else did I write? Uh, it was a zombie. Uh, this is, uh, okay. <laughs> also, people kind of reacting to other people showing back up seems that, like the fact that, that there's this cook that's losing his mind in there that's clearly a, a zombie. Like, why is no people one... People are just working with him. Yeah. Oh, when did Larry yeah. come back? I thought he died of a heart attack three years ago. I don't know, but okay. I'm not going to question anything. It just, it seems like... <laughs> Dahan is the only one that's reacting normally. Mm-hmm. And everyone else is just whatever. It just seemed very strange. Until literally zombies are walking into the house and uh, Goobler is in his bath towel shooting people with his desert eagle. <laughs> just willy-dilly. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. does, I did write, why does no one think him running her over and then getting up and yelling is not the most insane thing ever? Like, they're just, she gets up and they're just like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> just, and the fact that the car was on, like, she was a solid form. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so strong that a car could run over her and not <clears throat> crush her. Yeah. Which I think is kind of counterintuitive, counter to what zombies do. Well, yeah, I was just thinking that because every other zombie movie I've ever seen or a zombie show, they're actually weaker than yeah. like normal, mm-hmm. 
humans. Yeah, they're they're fragile because their body isn't continually trying to keep itself together. It's it's so decaying. Yeah, it should have it should have yeah. cut her in half. But it made for a funny bit when you could when she her dress always had that tire mark on it. Again, it was supposed to be a joke, but it wasn't funny. You know, like if like he would have run her over and they look back and she has like a depressed <laughs> where her belly is, you know, and then she gets yeah. up and then has to like fix it. Like like she ruffles her dress out and then it like pops back out. That would have been kind of funny. You know, like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, and you're, you're, you're fine. I'm okay. You know, like, because like mm-hmm. they did the bit earlier when she fell off the roof and landed and hit her head, which would normally kill a person. She's just like rubbing her head and there's this faint sound of squishy as clearly she's got like, you know, she's, you know what I'm saying? Like she's hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, like a brick can break her, but a car can't is what you're saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What? Okay. I know zombies and all, but how did he get her? Oh yeah. I wrote, yeah. I know zombies and all as in the movies, has, this movie has zombies, so you can't really take anything real but how did he get there to the woods with with the stove on her still did they did they, did they walk there did they steal a convertible like maybe he had a truck oh yeah i didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah because you didn't care at that point no, you were you were glad the movie was over and i'm just glad that the movie was only an hour and a half uh, and, and then the last thing i wrote was why did he throw away the gun has he never watched a zombie movie and then, well, probably not. Yeah. So anyway, uh, are you ready for some clips? Let's do some because clip I'm ready to play some clips. All right, I played a lot, um, but I have a treat for the listeners. Um, you not be aware of this, but um, sometimes before we record the sh- uh, actually go to air to record the show, the tape, you know, for the podcast, uh, I record. Sometimes I just hit record and let it roll for ten or fifteen, twenty minutes before I start the show and sometimes things, you know, happen and things get out of control. And well, th- this is, this is, uh, Andrew losing his mind, um, before the show. What's going on here? What is going on here? He's just, he's just upset. He just <laughs> wants to know what's going on. He's just, geez. What is going on here? Okay. Sorry. There we go. Uh, this kind of made me chuckle. What's he supposed to do? He ran around me. He made a juke and he ran around. <laughs> he made a juke and he ran around me. I like John C. Rowley. He's great. Um, I don't have a brother. I, I mean, I'm an only child, so I, I guess this is kind of the way they talk to each other, but this also made me laugh. Hey, man, what you doing? Nothing. Just cleaning my Desert Eagle. Why? It's not like you care. I care. You're right. Hey. <laughs> Andrew, is that, is that real? Or like, like, what is that? Is, like, is that how you guys talk to each other? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> this one's just titled, Or a Zombie. Look, you, your parents think you were resurrected. Like Jesus? Or a zombie. <laughs> or a zombie. Um, <laughs> uh, wouldn't be... Uh, uh, and again, the other part about this movie, I'll say, I didn't capture this for obvious reasons. That made that reminded me that this movie was. It reminded me of a '90s movie. Is one she uses the R word, the the big R word, mm-hmm. and and then we also had some some fun racism happening. I was like, man, are we sure this movie wasn't filmed in like '96? Um, <laughs> so here we go. Where is she? 
she took off a couple days ago. Okay. Well, where did she go? I don't know, man. She just packed that shit and took off. Well, did, did she know something about the zombies? Is that why she left? Why? Because she's Haitian? Uh, uh, yeah. We don't all do voodoo, you know. <laughs> uh, that's actually kind of funny. Um, this part, uh, again, loud, smooth jazz over the line. Let's see if you can hear it. All of my family was just massacred, so if you could just be like a little bit more supportive. No, anyway. <laughs> He just yeah, kind of sticks out a little bit. He just you know, when, so while much. I was watching this, Opie, I, I completely thought, I, I knew you would not like this movie mm. because his character is completely like most of Ben um, Stiller's characters. Oh, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's not just the fact that he's he gets kind of crapped on for some of the movie. It's that he's... Oh, no, I just, <laughs> I just can't relate to him because he's just so emotionally broken. Like the whole movie, <laughs> he's just emotionally broken, and like that's all that matters is his emotional well-being. Like, you know, I just my my family was just massacred. Can you be more supportive? She's a zombie strapped to a, a stove, and she's mocking you. And and like this is what you and this he says these types of things throughout the whole movie, which just kind of drive me a little crazy. Um, and this part legit made me laugh out loud. I think this is probably besides the uh, the her falling down the hill and falling apart. This is the part that legit made me chuckle. Where's my desert eagle? I thought you were gonna get my desert eagle back. Where's my desert eagle? Oh well, I tossed it into the ravine. Why? I need my gun. I thought you guys had like bazookas and shit. You're such an asshole. That cost me a lot of money. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, I used it to murder my girlfriend. And I didn't really feel like holding on to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty funny. Where's my desert eagle? I want my desert eagle back. I just because when he threw it, that was my first thought. Oh my gosh, that gun is expensive. Why would you do that? It's like a, I don't I don't know how much it is, but they're expensive. A thousand dollars or something? I don't know. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be cheap. That's for sure. How much is a desert? I can't spell desert right. Desert. D <laughs> e s s e r t. E Eagle nineteen eleven. Uh, um, is it, uh, yeah, it's just, it's eight hundred dollar gun. Uh, here's it's... one for eleven hundred. So I mean, even if he bought a cheap one, oh, here's a. Uh, a cheaper one. It's a bid. There's like an eBay for guns. Whoa! It's America. What do you expect? Gunbrokers.com. Well, at, at gunbrokers.com, you can get one for six hundred and eighty dollars. They're partners with FarmersOnly.com. Yeah, that's why I made. <laughs> that's why I made the song there. Um, yeah. All right. That was funny. All right. That's it. Um, that's through that. Here, time for this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Okay. There are only 15, I think, pieces of trivia. I think. Oh, wow. Okay. There are nine. Nine pieces of trivia. Of the nine, five of them are about how somebody in this movie is related to Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. The Mailman. Jim O'Hare appears on Parks and Rec. The, Gary fo- the Larry. photograph of Beth that Zach grabs near the end of the movie was clearly taken from the final scene of the Parks and Rec season four, episode six, End of the World. Near the end 
of Beth is talking on the phone with Andy, which is an obvious reference to her role on Parks and Rec, in which her husband, played by Chris Pratt, is called Andy. Nick Offerman can be heard narrating the documentary on Machu Picchu. Mm. I mean, which, okay, by the way, when he's like, we need to get somewhere safe, like Machu Picchu, which, what? Dumb. That was, okay, one really dumb idea. Yeah, why is that safe? Two. I've actually heard of people falling off of Machu Picchu and dying. I bet you there's probably actually a lot of bodies buried up here. That might actually not be a safe place. But, like, the fact that the other guy in the room at the house was like, uh, um, what's your name? Um, Pretty Girl's dad. Andy Kendrick's dad, who's like, what? Who? What? Machu Papu Hut? Like, really? You don't know what Machu Picchu is? Go read a book, you weird old guy. That just seems strange. That he's, that he's making a joke, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pikachu, what's that? Like, I don't know what that means. I just... He choose you. Uh, just really strange. All right, whatever. The, the adults in this movie are lame, right? I mean, they're kind of lame. They're kind of suck. Excuse me while I whip this out. All right, fine. We're going to do a top three while you whip this out. Jeez. So we decided that we're going to do John C. Riley because he's kind of the only good part of this movie. <laughs> um... <laughs> So we're going to do John can C. I, uh, can I get an amen to that? Oh, sure. Uh, 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 yes, amen. Um, do I have an amen in my, my sound files? I don't think I do. I, I don't think I do. Let me look real quick. Do I have an amen? I'm doing a search. I don't. I don't have an amen. I don't have anything close to amen. Sean, uh, I'm deeply disturbed. I don't. Let's see. What if I do amen? Nope. Or amen. <laughs> Uh, this is the closest thing I got. This Frank Stockburn, he is filled with lies, just like every other white man. That's all I got. <laughs> Maybe you could just clip it to say white man. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, we decided to do John C. Riley movies. Andrew, you're up. All right. So at number three, I have Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, number two, probably the first movie that I saw, maybe second movie I saw with him, but first movie that I realized he was actually kind of funny. And that's Talladega Nights. <laughs> the Ballad of Ricky Bobby or whatever it's called. Nice. And then probably one of my favorite comedy movies of all times. And this is one that was actually successful with he and Will Ferrell, and that is Step Brothers. Step Brothers, yeah. I, you know, I've never seen Step Brothers. I've, I've not I seen literally them. weep laughing I, I just roll on the floor like i still every time there's one scene that has to do with his drum set that every time i see it i laugh i mean just i cry laughing so hard huh. so, sam if you haven't seen it you, you need to i'll have to see it yeah it sounds sounds like it'd be up my alley for sure yeah, it's I've, not a good movie. I've seen parts of it. But funny. I've seen parts, and yeah, it, it's it's pretty funny. I just haven't haven't committed to it. Sam. All right, my top three in my number three spot. I've got uh, Wreck It Ralph. My number two is one of my guilty pleasures. I know you guys don't like this movie, but I will. I, I absolutely adore it, and that is Kong Skull Island. No, I never said I didn't like that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then my number one is Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. He's only in it for like 30 seconds, but that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's still in it. Yeah. That's <sighs> all right. 
Uh, yeah, how about you, Sean? What you got? Well, I the only one I have different than the, in, the, in any of you is um, my number three is Days of Thunder. Um, He's in Days of Thunder. Yeah, we did it for the podcast, but you 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 weren't there. But yeah, we did it for Days. Yeah, Days of Thunder. Um, yeah, he's in the movie. Yeah, uh, he has a very small role. Um, basically, the only thing that I mean, he he has a couple of conversations with Tom Cruise, but he's you know, like he's the one. If you've seen the movie, he's the one who goes, "Hey, that front corner panel's not damaged. That's what we want to do." And then he kicks it and he goes, "There, I don't want you guys to get lazy." Like that's John C. Riley's character. Oh uh, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, my number two actually is Kong Skull Island. Um, oh I, wow! The okay. movie is actually not bad. It's not great. It's not bad, but I love his role in it. He his <laughs> role he, he just cracks me up. Like they basically the director just said, "Be a crazy dude on an island," and he was like, "Yeah, yep, I can do that." <laughs> and then my number one ah. is uh, Wreck It Ralph. I'm fly. I'm a pilot. Yeah, he will. Yeah, uh, yeah. My number one's Wreck It Ralph. So okay, I love Wreck It Ralph. I love the first one. The second one's. Not as yeah, good. It's not not as good. I, I just yeah. felt like the, the second one was just like, oh, hey, we have li- license to Disney, so let's just do nothing but Disney licenses. I mean, like my son, who's seven, thinks it's really cool when Ralph gets, or when she gets chased by stormtroopers. But, and I make, I like, honestly, one of the few jokes that makes me really laugh is when she hides in the princess room and uh, Merida from Brave starts talking, but no one can understand her. And nobody her. can understand her. And she's like, can any of you guys understand her? And they're like, no, but she's from the other studio. Like, I lose it on that because it's funny. Because <laughs> all of the other ones are Disney, but she's Pixar. She's the only one that's Pixar. So I think that's really funny. So uh, good on you for that. Uh, in the meantime, oh, crap, I'm in the wrong spot. Here we go. Sorry. Uh, what else do I need to play? Oh, I need to hit this thing. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Uh, we're going to give this movie a score out of 10. And I must find my page where I write that stuff down. Here it is. Andrew. Um, yeah, like I said, didn't like it. Um. Not something I want to watch again, even though I recommended it, thinking it would be well. Technically, technically, one of your students recommended it, well, right? No, it was a, a friend of mine, but still, uh, oh, okay, it wasn't technically me. I mean, maybe maybe they thought it was funny and are are screaming at their their phones right now, listening to this. Maybe so. Yes. I, I had high hopes for it, but uh, needless to say, I am going to give it. Uh, Let's say, I don't know, 3.5 okay. out of 10. I'll say IMDb has it at a 5.6. Mm. That's too high. Well, there are, I think there are people out there who are, are Plaza fans. Yeah, I, I mean, right? I, yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Let's see, I'm trying to think here. Um, uh, user reviews. Don't. This is a truly terrible movie. Do not watch it. It is slow, boring, and just generally I love how bad. It's warning. Uh, I wanted to turn it off after 20 minutes, but my partner wanted to see it through. All the actors seem to be as bored as well. Warm bodies bearing the ex Shaun of the Dead are all much better options. Yeah. Um, Sounds about right. In fact, speaking of Shaun of the Dead, so that Queen song comes on the radio like <laughs> a month and a half ago. And. Of course, I immediately start thinking of that scene from the uh, movie where they, they the jukebox is on and they're beating up the bar owner. 
And I, I just had to pull my phone out and YouTube that scene because it just cracks me up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, um, Sam. All right. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I laughed one spot, which gives it some points. Uh, three and a half out of ten. Three and a half limbs falling down the mountain. There. Out of ten. It just was not fun. Didn't you say the same thing, Andrew? Didn't you say 3.5? I did. All right. So I guess I have to say something yep. at least a little different. Um, yeah. No, it's, this movie is kind of boring, and it's it's not super funny. It's not it, – it, it. I don't know. It it didn't go anywhere, I thought. So yeah. I mean, and, and ultimately at the end of the movie, there's nothing lost. Like the zombie thing happens – in what's like three or four days, and then now he's going to go date Anna Kendrick, which, I mean, good for him, but um, anyway. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a 3.4 just to do the math. So, yeah, it was lame. It's not good. But you know what's not lame is what I hear about the movie next week. Next week we got something great. Not only are we doing what I think is going to be a better film and is a highly rated um, uh, movie from 2018 that, okay. according to IMDb, has a 7.5. But we're going to have... Really? A, we're going to have a super awesome guest appearance on our show also. The one, Sweet. the only, uh, Steve Everett will be joining us on the show next week. Yeah. For nice. a quiet place. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to end. I have to see this one. I'm excited. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. So we are going to end uh, Cheap Seat Oween with A Quiet Place. And I'm looking forward what? to it. What? Oh, yeah. Did we're, you say something? <laughs> we're, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, only thing that I know <laughs> about it is there's monsters and stuff, and they can hear you, I think. And so, like, <laughs> I have lots of questions, like how do you raise children in a place like that? I mean, I could tell my kids, literally, monsters will come eat them if they can't be quiet, and my son would literally scream to see the monsters. Like, he would just yell so that he could see them. Um, yeah, my yeah ki- it sounds my, like mine, too. Yeah, my kids can't. They don't understand the concept of quiet. Uh, my three-year-old daughter, who, her inside voice is like 103 decibels, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should stop saying inside voices. We should just force her to whisper. Then maybe it'll be just a normal talking voice. I don't know. Anyway, that, that's it. Um, the only other thing that's really kind of interesting was that I uh, I was interviewed on another podcast um, recently. And when it is posted, I will post it on our Facebook page and Twitter. And um, I'll link it to our website, too. Um uh, I was uh, interviewed on a podcast called Theme Park Legends uh, for my time at working at a theme park. Yes, Sam, I mentioned the ice show many times, um, as well as some of my other ridiculous stories at Carowinds. And um, and it just happened that I had just come back from Tweetsie Railroad and did the interview. So that was kind of fun, too. Sorry, Mike. My- what? What? Well, we've lost Sam for the show. Uh, well, uh, while he's finding his way back, um, also interesting news that's happened tonight is the new Star Wars trailer has dropped. 
just like a few minutes ago. Yeah, I'm looking forward okay. to watching it as soon as we're done recording. So yeah. by the time you hear this recording, uh, that trailer will be about 12 to 24 hours old, depending on when you, you hit, re, uh, hit play on your player. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, uh, so I've been, I've been doing some, not research, but just, you know, um, I, I've gotten plugged into like a podcast forum and reading about other podcasts. I mean, I've been doing this. We've been doing this show for over six years. I think six years going on seven or five going on six. I honestly don't remember. Um, I think wow. it's six going on seven, right, Sam? I think that sounds right. And he's not here to tell me anyway. Um, but I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm here. I think if this will stay on. So I uh, I always knew that at the end of each show you're supposed to do what's called a call to action. It's where I tell you okay. the listener, not you two, but the, you the listener to leave us. All right, a what should I do? <laughs> leave us a review on iTunes. Go to our website, and you know what? Okay. No one does those things, so. I'm going to change my call to action. Instead of saying, leave us a review on iTunes, because that takes work, right? No one wants to physically go to their phone and pull up IMDb, or not IMDb, but iTunes, and, and leave us a review. Because people don't do it, which is, I'm not mad. I'm just saying, it's an inconvenience for you. We've been doing this for like almost seven years, and we have like 14 reviews. And most of them are by our friends and us. So I'm just going to simply say this. If you like the show, if you genuinely like listening to the show, and I know we are a small show, we're a small podcast, but there are people that do that do like us, I think, and do, um, you know, kind of participate in their own way. Just share the show, you know, share it on your social media, share it on Twitter, on Facebook. You know, you can you can go to if you're using iTunes or whatever how you're listening to the show. There's a way you can share it. Just share the show. If if only literally if only. 5% of the people listening to the show share the show, then we're going to pick up like one other person, which will be great. So um, I, I joke, of course, on the numbers, it'll be like two. But seriously, um, <laughs> please, please help us out with that. Again, the, the purpose, we don't do this show for numbers. I don't do it for any kind of No, or boost. money or anything like yeah, that. We, Lord yeah, knows we'd be out yeah, I, a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, we, we, did one, we did one fundraising push a while ago um, and that was just to kind of help because we literally the show was in a little financial whatever, but it, we're to the point now where the show costs money, but we're just, it is what it is. We're, we're fine with it. So all that, all that to just, just say is that share the show, go to our Facebook page, Facebook. Uh, we're talking to you, Sharon. Yeah. Sharon, you better share the show. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, Stop so, being so sheepish. <laughs> Uh, sheep is sharing, man. You got, you can't, you know, don't, don't like the sheep is sharing. Uh, so in the meantime, do go to our website. It is new. It is pretty improved. It is improved. Not all 260 something episodes have been posted yet. Um, I think there's like 15. Um, Damn it, Sean. It just takes a long time to do them individually. It's just, it is what it is. There's no way to migrate them, uh, cheaply. And so it, that, that's the problem. Again, it's a money thing. Uh, follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast, and please send your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. It would be great to have some kind of participation from you, the listener, because we want this show to be driven by you guys so that we're not picking yep. movies. We want you to pick the movies. Um, there will be a participation grade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, participate, please. Um, and that's it. But next week, we're doing A Quiet Place with Steve. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
And uh, yeah, we will see you all next week. <laughs>